0: I feel like the word of the year in 2020 has been pivot, 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 pivot. We are constantly talking about pivoting this year, especially when it comes to business and sustaining a business during a bananas economy. And my guest today just is living this out, this idea of pivoting and her story of launching a business at the beginning of a pandemic and then completely pivoting everything is incredibly inspiring and you are going to love this conversation. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. My guest this week is Marissa Goldstein. She is a proud mother of 2 sets of twins. Yes, you you heard that right. 2 different sets of twins, and she is also the CEO leading sustainable fair trade travel accessory brand Rafi Nova. As an avid traveler, Marissa founded Raffi Nova to encourage families to travel while creating meaningful connections with global communities. While the pandemic shifted her company's production to face masks, it expanded the company's ability to connect and protect communities and support social causes committed to inclusivity. Under Marissa's leadership, Raffinova will have donated more than 150,000 masks to organizations in need and workers on the front line by the year's end. This was such an incredible conversation, Marissa is so kind, she's hilarious. Um, And really just uh, such a leader in this area. And I know you're going to love this conversation. But before I get to my chat with her, a couple things for you. One, are you a loyal listener of the show? Have you ever wanted to sport some business with purpose swag? Well, guess what? You can get my exclusive do something good with purpose on purpose tea through GoX. The design is incredible, but here's the thing. GoX seeks to do better in everything they do better pay for employees, better fabrics made here in the U.S., better quality in their finishes, and better for the planet with recycled materials. They don't believe that they have to sacrifice anything in order to care for the hands making their fair trade apparel. Ultimately, their purpose at GoEx is to connect you, the consumer, with their makers in Haiti and Kansas City. It's your purchases that sustain fair wage jobs to liberate workers from poverty and empower them in their families and communities. The end product is a shirt that feels good and does good. So you can shop your exclusive business with purpose, sustainable, eco-friendly tea, and more with purpose today at goexapparel.com forward slash Molly Stillman and use the coupon code podcast20 for 20% off. When it comes to gift giving, I'm not perfect, but I do try to do my best to give gifts that my friends and family love as well as empowers the person who made the item. Today's sponsor makes it easy and that is the Lemonade Boutique. They stock fun and meaningful gifts that also give back and every purchase empowers the artisan who made it to take life's lemons and make lemonade. You can shop at thelemonadeboutique.com and listeners of the Business with Purpose podcast can save 15% off by using the code purpose15 at checkout. All right, without further ado, onto my conversation with Marissa. Marissa, thank you so much for being on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? Thanks, Molly. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I have been really looking forward to this for so long. And I don't get to say this very often. But I so I have a section on my podcast site where people can submit and recommend podcast guests. And you have been one of the most requested podcast guests in 2020 what? Yes, I have had (laughs) no lie. I think I've had probably somewhere between 10 and 15 people recommend you, which is like, Oh, my goodness. I was just like, Okay, clearly, I need to have Marissa on the show. Um, I've been sleeping on Marissa. uh,
1: (laughs) You're you're giving a very big intro with expectations. (laughs) So hopefully I can live up to that.
0: Um, Well, I just so I'm really excited to just learn a little bit more about you. And um, Rafi Nova. And so I'm going to have you just dive right in and give us the Marissa 101. So, who are you? What do you do? How did you get to where you are today?
1: All right, let's do it. So, uh, my name is Marissa. I am the co founder and CEO of Rafi Nova. Nova is a social enterprise on a mission to create great products that meet the ever changing needs of families and communities um, and serve to connect, inspire, you know, encourage others to get out there and go. Um, That has different meaning during this pandemic. And we can talk a little bit more about that. But that's who I am in my day job, you could say. Um, But the thing I'm most proud of is that I'm a mom to two sets of twins. So I have two and a half year old fraternal twins. And I have they're going to be five next week. So five year olds, uh, identical girl twins. Um, And my husband and I are partners in every sense of the word from business to family. And we live a life on the go. And what do I mean by that? Um, Pre pandemic for the last four years, since our first set of twins were born, we've been spending half the year living in Vietnam, and half the year living right outside of Boston, Massachusetts.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay lots of stuff to unpack there. Um, first, gonna need to just get let's get the cat out of the bag. Two sets of twins, girlfriend. So I it's have true. I have this weird thing where I attract people who either have twins or are a twin. And I when I was had all my pregnancies, I was like, I really need that part of y'all to not rub off on me. I mean, <laughs> I kid you not. Two of my best friends have twins and then I have like four other kind of just friends in my general friend group that have twins. Then my other two best friends are a twin. It's just like <laughs> it is there's a lot of twins Twin central. A yeah. lot of twins happening. And my my daughter went to school and was really good friends with a set of triplets. So there's just a lot of multiples. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The, um, you know, I didn't I didn't grow up with twins. I never my 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 father's father was a twin and but he died before I was born. So I would never grow up with twins. And I never dreamed of having twins.
0: Uh, and then you got two sets of them. Um,
1: both sets are spontaneous. One set is fraternal and one set is identical. Wow. Um, and yeah, you sort of just go with, um, you know, when I was pretty uh, petrified after finding out about the second set of twins, <laughs> my mom put me aside and said, you know what, Marissa, God only gives you what you can handle. And I'm not religious or anything like that. But like, I feel like life throws at you, you know what, what you can handle.
0: Uh, So so that's, that's my life. I love it. Now you I know you said that the girls are identical are is the the fraternal set? Are they boys, girls?
1: Boy and girl, I thought Molly, I thought you were going to ask if the fraternal set was was, uh, identical. I I, I know. I know. I'm really glad we didn't go there. Uh, That's a common question. People that that don't understand (laughs) twins say, but you do because you have them all around you. Are your boy and girl twins identical? And it's like, well, they are not. Do you want me to teach you a little bit about anatomy?
0: (laughs) So, so uh, my, one of my best friends, (laughs) one of my best friends, Megan has a set of fraternal twins, boy and girl. And she created this meme that is the funniest. And I'm going to have to send it to you when we get off of this. And if I can, I'll try to include it in the show notes because it makes me laugh so hard. It's a picture of her twins in like the the little front seat of the shopping cart. And I've they just it. have the funniest look on their face. And the, the meme literally says like when people ask if we're identical or not. And like, <laughs> it's just, yep. It's, it's yep. Just like let me teach you something
1: about boys and girls. Yeah, no. Um, And my other favorite thing is when people, you know, you're out, you have literally like four kids in your arms and they're like, wow, you have your hands full. And you're like, yep, please step aside
0: or open that door for me. Thank you. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? Oh, my gosh. Well, that is just fantastic. Um, And so I bet life is just there's never a dull moment. I also have questions about you said that six months out of the year you're living in Vietnam. What is it like being on a plane for that long with twins? Two sets of them. (laughs)
1: With toddlers, Uh, you know, any plane ride is hard, even a one-hour plane ride or a 24-hour plane ride. We do a lot of screen time. We do a lot of melatonin. um, We do a lot of coloring. And you know what? I go through life with a motto of, well, I have a lot of different mottos, but you know, you got to just set your expectations low. Don't set them super high. Um, And just know that a a flight to Vietnam is going to be 24 hours of hell and then another 48 hours of hell with jet lag. And then it's amazing. And there's a rainbow on the other side.
0: Yes, I love that motto. I was gonna say because I was like, I think the longest that I've flown, well, I flew with my son across the country when he was a baby. But with both of them, I think the longest has been like, A two, three hour flight. And my kids really want to go with me to Kenya the next time I go. And I'm just like, I just don't know that I'm ready to take you on a 16 hour flight. I'm just not sure that I am. Like,
1: you know. It, it takes a lot of patience. Um, <laughs> but I have to say my biggest piece of advice is like you need to be respectful of those around you on the plane. And you need to prepare as much as possible. But you're never going to see those people again. And you know, you can't you can do everything you can to make your kids not cry. But like if they scream the whole time, they scream the whole time and and you're gonna you're gonna move forward and you're gonna be okay. Everybody's and gonna be all focus, right. Focus on your kids and, and, and it will be
0: okay. Yes, yes. I love it. Okay. So Rafi Nova. So Talk to me about how this all got started. I know that this is, you know, been just such a, uh, a huge passion of yours. And your husband obviously has been a big partner um, in this with you. So talk about kind of the origins of it. How did it get started? What, you know, what is it? All those kinds of things.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting story, I think. And it's also like how timing is really everything. Um, so my husband and I have been in manufacturing for the past seven years or so. I had gotten my MBA at Babson College in the Boston area in 2015. And before that, I had convinced him to go off on his own and and start his own company in the manufacturing space. So I joined him and we would help consumer products companies in the US make products overseas in Vietnam. And so we, since we've been, we've been married for 12 years and together like almost 20. And we, we've always had this luster, this travel, whatever it's called, a uh, uh, wanderlust, travel bug or wanderlust. There you go. And, you know, as we were dating in our whole relationship, whenever we could travel, we, we took the opportunity. And so we fell in love with Southeast Asia on an around the world trip that we had done several years ago. And we wanted to figure out a way that we could like set up shop in Southeast Asia and live over there. And so we decided to create a sourcing and manufacturing company that would help U S companies make products over there. And so we literally just like settled there and created our supply chain and made like created this amazing community of friends. Um, and we fell in love with the area. And so we were doing that for the past couple of years and our niche was in in bags. So like backpacks, duffel bags, luggage, weekender bags, that type of thing. Yeah. And every weekend when we were in Southeast Asia, we were traveling, we were going to Thailand to my, my girls spent their fourth birthday last year in Bali. They're like, Mommy, what are we doing this year? And I'm like, um, you're having a, you know, a COVID. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, Um. anyways, we would travel all the time. And on those travels, we would meet with different ethnic women and different ethnic tribes because we would always go off the beaten, the beaten path, you could say. And uh, we were in Sapa in northern Vietnam four years ago, and uh, we met these ethnic women from the Hmong tribe that were trying to sell us their little tchotchkes, and all these tchotchkes had their bright textile around it. And we got to know this textile and these women and their hit their story. And we came to find out that this is this amazing art form that's passed down from generation to generation and is starting to go extinct because of machines and and the younger generation is getting jobs in cities and not working in the fields and doing, you know, the textile making and whatnot. Right. Anyways, it was always in our head that we wanted to find a way to use those textiles and to bring them to the US and put them on meaningful products, but then support these women and tell the stories of these women and help preserve this art form. Long story short, we came up with the idea to start our own brand called Nova, which is named after our two sets of twins, Raya, Effie, Noah, and Ava, and we would create useful products, backpacks, and different kinds of accessories that people can wear when they're on the go, doing adventures, Um, and all of our products use these upcycle textiles that told a story and really made our products different. Spent a year building the company. We were in Vietnam overseeing all the production. And, you know, we purchased all the textiles in person with our family um, in these remote areas. Flew back to Boston on January 30th of 2020. Um, COVID was spreading in Southeast Asia. And my Jewish mother was like, you need to get home right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, all mothers are like that. but I, you know, <laughs> We won't go there. Okay. So uh, we also came back to launch the company. Um, The product arrived on February 15th. We launched February 16th. And about two weeks later, there was a stay at home order and our business was completely dead before it even had a chance to, uh, to, to thrive. And so we launched a product, a travel um, product related company at probably the worst time in the history of the world to do such a thing. (laughs) So. We, uh, you know, we sulked for a little while, we played house with our kids during the stay at home order and cleaned every nook and cranny of, of our house. And then, you know, we came together and we thought we, we have to do something, you know, we not, not only just like make money, but like, we need to figure out a way to put our resources to good use to get our factory in Vietnam back up and running because everyone was canceling the orders there. Right. And it was my four year old daughter, Ava, who turned to us and said, let's make masks. And the reason she said that is because in Vietnam, We actually wear masks every single day because of the air pollution. So we're one of the few Americans that has tremendous experience wearing masks and knowing what it takes to make a good mask, a comfortable mask, an effective mask. We called up our factory and the next day we decided that we were going to make 10,000 masks and we're going to donate them to frontline workers.
0: Wow. Um, So
1: we started this pivot out of a sense of service, not out of a sense of business with a few days, word caught on. And everyone was asking us if we could sell the masks to them, you know, for their own personal use, because this was the end of March, there was a lot of dialogue around masks, but there really wasn't anywhere to buy them. Yeah. Um, And so we we put them on our website. And 24 hours later, we had $25,000 in sales and wow, no idea the magnitude of the opportunity, how we were going to fulfill the orders, like what we were going to do. And we were really like a two man operation here. And since that time, we've sold over 2 million masks and donated over 125,000 masks and now have 30 employees and a 7,500 square foot office uh, warehouse
0: fulfillment center. Wow. Wow. That's the story. I <laughs> mean, that if, if that's not just like the epitome of the example of pivoting, when you need to pivot it's like, I don't know what is, I don't know what is, but it's just, it's truly amazing. Yeah. Molly, I want to add that. I
1: think my experience as a mom to two sets of twins or even a set of twins, like prepared us for this because we always go into life being flexible and being open-minded and knowing that like things are not going to come as they seem and that you need to pivot in a lot of your everyday life. Yeah, And it was because of that, that 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 allowed us to pivot. You know, had we been like super planners and maybe more financially responsible, fiscally responsible and like planning out every little number, you know, we would never have taken that leap, but we really had nothing to lose. And yeah. we're kind of used to this life of adventure. So it, it, it allowed us to do
0: that. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that it, it kind of like you were saying how you and your husband had been in man- manufacturing for years. And so you'd had that experience too, of, you know, when, whenever you're in a business that manufactures products, or you're working with manufacturers, or you're working with artisans, like, there is constant pivot because you just you never know when you're running out of a particular supply or you have, you know, I mean, a global pandemic. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, other things. absolutely.
1: And it really is like all the stars sort of aligned with the timing in that, like, um, you know, in our experience like had we not been in manufacturing had we not had those um relationships on the ground like the air relationships with dhl to like air freight everything in, just like everything like that then it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been possible
0: yeah oh man that's amazing i'm going to take a quick break from my conversation with marissa to thank a couple more of our partners of the show and the first that i want to thank is simple switch now simple switch is no stranger to this podcast i've had the founder rachel kois on the show and they are just such an incredible supporter of this show and i love that this is a website that you can go to to get literally everything and that is so applicable this holiday season and so i have rachel here with me to kind of share what simple switch is offering this holiday season take it away rachel hey molly thanks so much for having me on Obviously the holidays are this really special time where we get to love the people in our life, especially in 2020, you get to kind of show people some extra love. It's also such a time of consumerism and confusion about company ethics. So we really try to be that one stop shop where you can get something for, you know, your 90 year old grandfather and also the friend in your life who just really needs to pick me up this Christmas. So I hope that you guys will uh, join us there. We've got more than 3000 products. Every single product has some sort of environmental or social impact and we're really excited to have you yes and simple switch is offering an incredible incredible special deal just for business with purpose podcast listeners so you can go to simple and use the coupon code purchase with purpose for 20 percent off your order 20% off, which is just amazing. So go to Simple love Switch. It. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Go to simpleswitch.org. Use that coupon code PURCHASEWITHPURPOSE. Get 20% off your order. Get all of the shopping done off of your list. And you are going to be set this holiday season. Who doesn't love snail mail? Now, I'm not talking about junk mail or an Amazon Prime package. I'm talking about good old-fashioned awesome snail mail with a nice handwritten note in it that just shows that the person who sent it really cares. Well, you can make this Christmas season special and send a gift through Ama's Uma. At checkout, you can actually add a personalized message and the Amazuma team will handwrite into any card you choose. Don't let 2020 end on a bad note. Let's send cheer to those we love this year. Head on over to shopwithmolly.com for a special discount. Now back to my conversation with Marissa. So how, you know, you, you talked about how you met these artisans and that you really wanted to work with them to help preserve a lot of the um, you know, sort of the traditional kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like handicraft yeah making, art art form yeah, yeah. that's well, yeah I don't know why I completely like ooh, my, <laughs> my brain my brain was like not bringing the words <laughs> out um but when you're working with these artisans to help them preserve this traditional art form what are some of the conversations that you had very early on because one of the things that I know um kind of in my in my you know light to to moderate internet stalking and research is is how passionate <laughs> you guys are about um really em- empowering artisans and. Um, Really, you know, kind of coming in and coming alongside them rather than just being like, oh, like we're Americans and we can do this better than you. You know what I mean? Like you guys are really, really conscious about helping to just provide a platform and just uh, kind of again, kind of support, play that support role. And so I want, I'd love for you to kind of share a little bit about that process, especially early on.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like when we, when we came across these textiles, like we knew we, we wanted to find a way to connect with these communities and connect communities around the world. And that sort of sounds a little bit cliche, but what we found was like, we are so drastically different than these women and these communities. And we would go and spend weekends with them and sometimes like a week and we'd live, we'd stay in these, like, I don't know if we call them they're their houses, but you know, they, they're like the, that thatched roof. If that's yeah. The right. Word. Um just very different than what my children, you know, are are used to what I grew up with. And, and I think that's the beauty of life is like exploring these differences. But what we found was that we all have commonalities. And yeah. that's that we have these children, and we want them to be healthy, we want them to be happy, we want them to thrive. And this is like a common thing through any mother that you encounter, uh, I hope, you know, it's the same thing. And we can connect, Connect in that way. Um, It was interesting, you know, meeting these women and and, and being um, invited into these communities because actually we have a pretty hard time communicating with them because most of these Hmong women are from different ethnic tribes. They don't speak English um, Mm -hmm. and I don't speak their language. Um, And so, you know, sometimes we would have a translator and sometimes we would sort of just figure it out with motions and whatnot. But we really fell in love with this art form and with learning about these different ethnic tribes and wanted to, like I said, find this way to like bring their beautiful art form to products that people here would find relevant and useful, but not just like profit off their stuff and buy it, but tell the story and purchase these textiles at fair trade, So it really helps their families um, and then preserve it in a way by putting it onto these products that will hopefully last, you know, a long time.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Now, I know that obviously 2020 has really just thrown us all for a loop, as they say. I mean, it just feels like the biggest cliche to even say that anymore. But here we are at the end of 2020. And, you know, I know that you have such a goal and a vision of really connecting Nova and the, the global community of families um, to just really seek adventure and so much more. And so and I just realized that my shirt this is very timely. Says, it says
1: say yes, yes say to ad- yes to adventure. And I have a little sign right behind my computer that says adventure.
0: I was looking at it. Look and at making that. My I, <laughs> I know that the listeners can't say it, but my shirt literally says say yes to adventure. This is very timely. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so what is you know, I, I know it's really hard to predict the future. We have no no idea what's coming for us. But what is your your vision for Rafi Nova in 2021 and beyond?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, 2020 has been a hell of a year. um, And I think that there's, uh, you know, there's been a tremendous amount of lows, but I think that there's also a lot of silver linings that we can find. 2020 gave Rafi Nova an opportunity to um, almost get a foot in the door. Um, You know, we, we, we sold a lot of masks and we, created, we have a lot of customers and hopefully, you know, an incredible customer base with core values that reflect our own. Although masks aren't the products that we intended to set out with with nova they're just a part of the story and yeah. they definitely fit within our mission of connecting people, keeping people, you know, safe um, and giving back to the community. And it's allowed us to do that. When we look to 2021, um, we want nova to be a lifestyle brand destination of, ethically sourced products that encourage families to get out to connect and to give back and I think this idea of like get out an adventure which was like our tagline it's still relevant it just adventure holds a different meaning now like my my idea of an adventure was like hopping on an airplane to Asia with my kids not everyone that's like a nightmare to some people you know but adventures have new meanings these days it could be a family bike ride it could be an RV trip it could be a camping trip you know it could just be like a walk, you know, going out and exploring the woods behind your house. And I think in adventure, it just can have so many different meanings. So in 2021, while we still, you know, will be still selling masks? We are coming out with a line of amazing products that we're working so hard on that can accompany you on these new adventures and these new journeys.
0: I love that. Now, I am curious. Now, I know that you said that you and your husband, you'd, be, you'd been in manufacturing a long time. At what point did you become passionate about sort of the ethical piece? You know, where along Um, the the way did you learn about that?
1: You know, I can't even track that because that's not even like uh, it's been something that's been with me my whole life. Um, My whole My whole life, the way I was raised was always the sense of like community and giving back. Um, And I think that goes back to ethical manufacturing because it's so important to figure out, to know like the stuff that you're using and consuming, where it comes from and how it's made and who made it. When I was getting my MBA at Babson, I was the co-founder of a um, solar startup based in India. And we uh, created these um, solar energy um, machines that would provide fan and cell phone charging Um, and light to rural communities in in the the middle of nowhere in india Um, and i spent a lot of time over there in india and 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 uh this whole idea just always stayed with me which is like social uh entrepreneurship social enterprise Um, and i think ethical manufacturing like goes back to that completely Uh and you know we've spent the last four years living in vietnam we are like in our factories every single day and these factory owners and the workers there are literally like second family to us. And it's so crazy to actually see like the life cycle of a product. Like you Mm -hmm. may see a shirt at, let's say the gap and you're like, I want it to be on sale or or it is on sale. And it's like $3. You think about the life cycle of that. Like there was a company that made the thread and, and, and spun it and, and then it becomes a fabric and then that, that fabric is like washed and pressed and then it's brought to the factory and it's cut. And there's so many pieces of the production line that you don't even think about. You probably maybe even think like a robot is making it, you know, right. and these, are, these are people um, with stories and with, with, with everything. And it's just, it, it's so important to, to manufacture products in an ethical and sustainable way.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I talk about that all the time, too. I always use sort of the example of I I call it like the $20 jeans example. And I did not come up with this. I do not claim to like that this is mine. But same concept of just like you buy a pair, a $20 pair of jeans, and you have to think about the cotton that was grown. And how was it grown? And was it grown here in the United States? And then was it ginned and and milled? And then was it shipped overseas to then be made into fabric? Or or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just the the process of going through. Yeah, I think it. about that as a consumer. Yes, yes. And then you think about when you get to the end and and you pay $20 for a pair of jeans and you think was everybody in that supply chain paid fairly? Like there's no way there's no way. Yeah. And, exactly. And the other thing, too, is how you said, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, like a robot made their stuff. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> like there's automation and a lot of things. But with clothing, machine. <laughs> machine, not
1: robot. Yes, 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 yes. No, it's uh, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. OK, so if people are interested in finding out more about Nova, if they want to support you and support the things that you're doing, what is the best way that people can do that? They can
1: visit our website at www.rafinova.com. Um, we're also, of course, on all the social channels—Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. And if you want to learn a little bit more about our family and the chaos that ensues every single day, you can follow us on Instagram at twins on the go x two, which stands for Twins on the Go times two.
0: Um, and so yeah, you can check us out there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Marissa now is the part of the show where I get to just ask some fun, get to know you questions. So Marissa, are you ready? I I hope I'm ready. (laughs) They're fun. I promise they won't be anything bad. (laughs) All right. Question number one is what song do you have to sing along with when it comes on the radio?
1: Okay, well, I have um, been stuck with listening to frozen two like every single day. And so I don't even get to listen to radio because I'm usually in the car with my kids. And we are obsessed with the song. um, They call it leaves falling down. But um, I am. And I find after I drop them off at school, it's like on in the car, and I'm singing to it. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? (laughs) Um, But yes, I am listening to frozen two
0: all the all day long. Yes, (laughs) not by choice. Yes.
1: How old are your girls? they are going to be
0: five next week. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I have my daughter is seven. My son is four and a half. So I very much feel that. But it's interesting. The last couple of, I don't know, maybe year and a half, my daughter, my seven-year-old has really gotten into kids Bop, which is like, you know, like the kids versions of pop songs. That's probably more fun. I should get
1: into that. The other thing we listen to is Rafi. And so it's either Frozen or Rafi. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah. Good times. Good times.
0: Yep. And then uh, I will also admit that I have definitely introduced my kids to Queen and my daughter loves <sighs> Queen and I feel oh, very nice. proud. <laughs> Her favorite song is Don't Stop Me Now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Is there a person in your life that has influenced you the most?
1: Uh that is a, a great question. I actually get off asked it often and I never have a great answer. Um, and I'm always trying to think of these, you know, big time people. Um, but I'd say my mom. I'm going to give that to my mom. Um, I love my mom. And I, uh, she influences me every single day to be a better, more caring person.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. If you had to eat the same meal for dinner every night for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: going to go with pho from uh, from vietnam yes. which a lot of americans say pho but it's actually Phu. said pho
0: yes so one of my best friends growing up um she was my next door neighbor when i was in elementary school she uh, was vietnamese and her parents actually owned a vietnamese restaurant right? Restaurant, if you're in the South, restaurant. They owned a Vietnamese restaurant right in the little shopping center right around the corner from our house. I mean, we could see it from our house. And her mom would make us whatever we wanted. We could go in after hours and her mom would cook us fresh, like homemade pho. And it was amazing. And it was amazing. But the thing is, like, I've never been able to come even remotely close to finding a place that's going to be anything like that. And so I just have, I've had this like hankering for legit <laughs> Vietnamese yeah. pho and I can't, I can't find it around here. So. Yeah. I'm always on the hunt so, as well. So good. So, so good. Um, okay. Did you have a favorite TV show to watch growing up? <laughs>
1: um, I loved Saved by the Bell and Full House. I was born in 1985. Yes. So I think that was Hey, me too. 85. Woo! What do you, you know what the year of 85 was like, you know, like the Chinese symbols, like the year of the cow, the year of the dog. I don't know what it is. I think
0: it's the I think it's the ox. Oh, I want to okay. say it was the year of the ox. I
1: I hope you're right, because that would be really cool if you knew that.
0: I'm literally going to Google it. Are and you then, Googling it? I'm
1: I, Googling it, too. <laughs> is it called the zodiac sign? Yeah.
0: No, it, I'm going to. Yes, it was the year. It's
1: the, ox.
0: It's the year of the ox. Oh.
1: Oh my God. Man, I'm so impressed with you.
0: I you have, like all these like, <laughs> and you oh, want to know why gosh. I know that is because I don't know if you ever ate at a Chinese restaurant in the 90s, but all Chinese restaurants yeah. had the the like animal years all on with
1: it. Each of the. Yeah. Yep. I just never paid attention. But on the little placemats. Too.
0: <laughs> I did. I yeah. yeah. And so it was the year of the ox. So yeah, eighty five babies. Woo. Um. Yeah, yeah. So Saved by the Bell. Did you watch like California Dreams? No. It was California was like Dreams. I don't even remember that. Or was it California Dreams or California Dreams? I think it was California Dreams, and it was like on same Saved by the Bell, Full House, California Dreams, Step by Step, Sister Sister. Like yeah,
1: do you uh, remember the Babysitters Club? Um
0: yeah, (laughs) I I just saw there was like a
1: remake of it recently. I haven't seen it, or there's like a new Netflix. I don't even know. Um, but I was just thinking about. I
0: loved that those series. I know, I know, they were so good. Oh man, I love that. that just I feel this like very kindred connection to you. (laughs) You're born in the same year. Um, okay. So, uh, last question is, what does it mean to you to run a business with purpose?
1: Ah means everything. Um, But I, you know, uh, (laughs) running a business is a constant challenge. Um, But to know that your business is making an impact somewhere um, to someone, it it just it makes everything worth it. And it's amazing. And so I think you constantly have to have a purpose in everything that you do. Um, But, you know, ours is very clear in this business of like who we give back to and how we support communities. And we're always looking for you know, how can we fill a need? Like if there's if there's someone or a school or like a community or business, and they're in need of masks, or they're in need of something like Rafi Nova is there. Yeah. Um, And so it just it feels really good to be doing something really, really positive in the midst of such
0: a crazy time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Marissa, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that you are so busy with owning a business and raising two sets of twins and all, literally all of the things. So thank you for taking time out of what I know is is a busy schedule to be with us. Thank you
1: for having me. This was so much
0: fun. So much fun. I've
1: done all day. So thank you.
0: Okay, friend, I would love to know what you loved about this episode or if there was something that you learned. If you do, let me know on social media. You can find me at still being Molly or at business with purpose podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use that hashtag business with purpose podcast. Another thank you to our partners of the show, Simple Switch. Use code Purchase with Purpose for 20% off your first order. The Lemonade Boutique. Use code PURPOSE15 for 15% off at checkout. Ama's Uma, Go to shopwithmolly.com and use the code MOLLYHOLIDAYS for 20% off from now through Christmas. And Go X Apparel, go to goxapparel.com forward slash Molly Stillman and use the code podcast20 to snag your exclusive business with purpose tea and more. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first time listener, welcome. Be sure to check out the archives for past shows featuring incredible people who are changing the world with their businesses And if you're one of my regulars, thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out. And thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button, which helps to make sure that you never miss a new episode of The Pod. And while you're there, would you take a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is produced by the incredible team at Third Wheel Media. Thanks so much for listening and go do something good with purpose on purpose.